Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. And welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. Everyone and anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. Because 31 years ago, guys, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, I can honestly say now, 31 years later, I am a smart ass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible at least 40 times. It means donkey. And that's what I was. You know, we have to start looking at addiction differently, guys. Okay, you need to know a couple of things. One of them is very important. You are not powerless, not over anything, especially through God. He can help you like he helped me. We also have to stop believing the lies. Okay, you can be cured. So guys, I'm a nutritional health coach. I am a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. Please reach out and know that someone is always listening. If anyone would like to purchase my book, they can go to Simon & Schuster's Archway Publishing Bookstore because I believe it can help you, a friend, or a family member in need. Again, please reach out to me. My services to you are free. And please subscribe to the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel. Well, having said that, guys, I've got a really cool guest today who's become a personal friend of mine. I like to kid this guy and say he was my favorite stalker on Facebook. John Terlizzi, say hello to the world. Hi, Jerry. It's uh, John Terlizzi from downtown Little Egg Harbor slash Tuckerton, 807. We share the same zip code. How is everybody doing? How are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing okay. You know, this is this is an honor for me. Because you have promoted me like no other, and you promote so many, and it's time now you be recognized. So that's why I really wanted to do this. I want, not only for myself, but all your fans, you have a lot of fans, John, I hope you know that, okay, to know really, you you do, you do, and I want everyone to hear a little bit about you. So how Uh, how did you find me? Let's start there. Um, uh, from John B's, uh, John Bishop, uh, Johnny D's oldies, uh, he, had, he did a, a thing with you, uh, and then I, he turned me on to, uh, your, your, uh, your, your, uh, internet page. So, jo- that's how I found you, yeah. Johnny B and Joey D, they were live in studio in Hamilton Radio for me a couple years ago. Yeah, Johnny Bishop, he's from Manahawken. Yes, I love them guys. I was with them recently. Yeah, I'm in a, guy, yeah. He's, uh-huh. he's been in that group for 50 years, that uh, group, yeah. It's crazy, right? Yeah, wow. So, let me ask you something. Um, 
Are you able to talk about your age, or do you want to stay away from that? No, I'm 75. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. There you go. Thank you, God. I love that. So tell everybody when your love for music began. Well, it started in 1957. Uh, it was like the early days of rock and roll. And then uh, uh, in 1961, my, I was getting... Uh, uh, a record player, uh, and uh, I bought this record, I Need Someone by the Belmonts, 1961, December of 1961. That's the year you were born. And wait, I want to say something. Wait, I want to say something to you real quick. Do you know that 1961 was the year so much happened with rock and roll? Good, bad, or indifferent. There was just so much. That date keeps coming up. I always used to say, John, I was born too late, but I think I was born on time. 1961 was a cool year, even for rock and roll, baby. All right, continue. Yeah, uh, so I bought this record, I Need Someone, it was 69 cents and more words by yeah. the Belmonts. It was a, uh, a hit for them, not as big as the... Uh, with the Dion the Belmonts. I was uh, Dion on Belmonts. Uh, they were like my Beatles, you know? Wow. Uh, my friend played uh, I Wonder Why, uh, and they said, wow, I like this, and that turned me on to Dion and the Belmonts. Even bought their album, uh, uh, presenting uh, Dion and the Belmonts. Very cool. Oh, it was like five bucks back then. <laughs> now the CDs cost about 20 bucks now. You know? So you used to go into the record stores, right? Oh, yeah. Woolworths, yeah. Kreskies, uh, Corvettes, uh, all the uh, Mays, all these uh, department stores are gone. Yep, you're right. Yeah, Woolworths, yeah. I remember I lived in New York City. Uh, not, well, New York, Long Island City I grew up in, and we moved out when I was 12. But I remember going with my parents to all these stores and looking at all the records. I loved it. I love it too. In fact, um, there was a place in the village called the Relic Rack. I bought this uh, song called Baby Doll by Carlo, uh, the, the lead singer of the Bahamas. He left the group and uh, and it was called Baby Doll. I bought it for 17 bucks for 45 <laughs> It was a great song. Uh, you should play uh, when you get a chance. Oh, very cool. Okay. <clears throat> I will definitely check it out. So, now... What high school did you go to? Martin Van Buren uh, High School. Okay. And were you one of those guys that, you know, carried around your, I don't know, what was it back then, cassette player? Did you do that? Did you play your music in the hallways? Uh, no, we used to sing in the hallways. Did you sing <laughs> as well? That's great. <laughs> also, uh, uh, the late uh, Randy Sofido of the uh, Randy and the Rainbows. Yeah. I was friends with him. I used to give him a buzz now and then. Uh, and he told me I had a lousy voice. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he had the big hit in uh, 1963, Denise. 
tell you a story about that. The uh, the guy that wrote it was named Neil Levison, and he was going on with this girl named Denise Lafrac. Do do you know the the buildings, uh, the Lafrac buildings? No. No. Uh, uh, they're in uh, Regal Park, and our father uh, was a builder there, and he made that that uh, apartments. And he met her, and he wrote this song, uh, Denise, who we met uh, in the uh, Catskills. And that's uh, how that song came to be. Oh, wow. That's a pretty cool story. Yes. In fact, you could look her up on uh, on um, on YouTube. There's a thing about her. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Now when I hear that song or play it, I'll, I'll remember that story. Very cool. I love the stories that go with the songs, you know? So, um, I don't know if this, you heard this story, um, Johnny Mosher and the Cuts were uh, rehearsing, uh, and, uh, and uh, there was a little kid, uh, and he was being a penny and neck, <laughs> and, and Johnny says, who is this kid? It was, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, oh, I can't think of it. Um, oh, come on, now you're telling the story. We have to know who the kid was. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, was was Luther Vandross? Oh wow! His sister, his sister was in the group for a while, and, and he says, "Who is this kid?" And it was little Luther Vandross, and he turned out to be a big star. Wow, that's cool. Is that something? Yes, that is cool. I love those little yeah. silly stories because yeah. you, you know every single singer out there has one of those stories. Yes. Yeah. Um, they're great stories, you know. You don't hear too much about them. You know how the group started. Right. I like to hear stories. Right. So, John, have you met any really cool entertainers over the years? Um, I met uh, I met Johnny Maestro. I used to work for the stock exchange, and uh, he used to do the uh, PA and the uh, for the stock exchange in the uh, luncheon club. I, I met him, and the uh, uh, I think it was Fred Ferrara. Oh, cool. Were they nice? Yeah. They were nice, right? Oh, quiet. He's a very quiet guy, Johnny Maestro. Yeah, he was great, yeah. It's amazing. He, that, uh, he had a great voice. One of the greatest voices uh, in doo-wop. And was just a shy guy, you know? Oh, that's so cool. You know? Also, uh, met Dave Mason at a concert in uh, in Westbury. He was uh, with Traffic. Oh, right. Okay. And I, yeah, I got out on the CD, yeah. That's so cool. I want to tell a silly story about Kenny Vance because I love these stories and he told this on stage one at one of his concerts I was at. I got to meet him and interview him as well, but this was a really cute story. I don't know if you ever heard it. You probably did. When he was young, um, he went with his, you know, few friends to go sing at the recording studio in town. And I guess you would pay a quarter or 50 cents, whatever it was, to see if you could get your record recorded. And they walked in and the receptionist told them that they didn't have any time to even listen to them today, come back another day. So they leave and they go home 
and he tells his mother. So he's with his buddies and his mother says, you guys go back there and tell him your mother said he has to listen to you guys today. They go back and they have like their head between their legs, you know, and Kenny says, my, my mother says you have to listen to us today. And he said, well, if your mother says that, I guess we do. And they listened to him and the rest was history. Isn't that cute? Wow. I know another story about uh, Larry Chance of the Earl. Oh, uh, I love Larry. Yeah, um, when he was in high school, his music teacher said he couldn't sing. So uh, he tells us uh, he got a, uh, a gig on the American Bands, and he told his teacher to watch the show. You're going to be on it. <gasps> and, uh, imagine that. Yeah, he has a bunch of hits. Uh, uh, never uh, remember then, uh, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and he's still uh, still around. Thank God, yeah. Great ha- voice, yeah. Have you ever met Larry? No, uh, I'm on Facebook. But, oh, I met him once. Yeah, I met him once. And uh, uh, he was at, uh, at the uh, South Street Seaport. I met, I met him there. That was like uh, maybe 30 years ago. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you a little treat then. Larry Chance is a friend of mine. God rest my Aunt Nancy's soul. My Aunt Nancy and Uncle Teddy used to hang out with all the singers, and they loved doo-wop and all that. And my Aunt Nancy actually connected me with Larry Chance, and she passed away last year, so rest in peace to her. But you know what? I didn't know you were going to be talking about that, so I would like to play one of Larry Chance's songs. Let's play. Let's honor him as well right now. We're going to...
Chance is amazing. Tell us what you know about this song. I believe. Uh, he did it, dedicated to his friend who was killed in Vietnam. Uh, he was also in the group, and uh, it's a sore spot for him. And he dedicated it to uh, to his friend. That's beautiful. A great song, yeah. Beautiful. We love you, Larry. Um, yeah, I'm a friend on Facebook with him. Yeah. Also, yeah. So I'll let yeah, him know. I yeah. <laughs> so, um, so tell me, so, you know, I love, you know, making fun of you that you're my favorite stalker on Facebook. I absolutely love it. What you do for me and others. So what, like, I mean, you love doing this, don't you? Yes. Uh, it's funny, but when I asked him, would you like to do Jerry Petito's uh, show? And they say, yeah, they, you know, <laughs> It's not that I, I stalk him. They, like Vito Pacone, a great interview. He said yes. Yes. And I was and I was surprised with uh, Norman Fox. He gave us uh, his phone number. Yes. You know? And he's uh, he's such a, a sweet guy. He even thanked me uh, for. Um, uh, he also did did the Mike Wagner show. Uh, oh, we love uh, Mike. Yes, Mike Wagner. Woo. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he thanked me for that, and your show too. He thanked me, uh, and he goes back uh, uh, back then when they, he did tell me why, and he didn't make any money from that song. And it was a big hit, and uh, also in 1961. Yeah, see, 1961, isn't that crazy? So yes, you, you were born. I know. I it's just crazy. I mean, oh my gosh. Um. So, Bud Cardone, you know, I interviewed him. He's This is his third rock and roll trivia book he's on, and it's coming out, and he says I should take some credit for it because he let me do a forward in it because I got I yelled at him during the interview, and I said, what's this, Mr. No Elvis? And he's like, oh, the years, Jerry, this and that. And I go, well, do another one, and he did. So that's going to be coming out, and my forward will be in it. And, um, but here's the thing in that book, 1961 pops up so much. It's so cool for me to see that 
But uh, I gotta tell you a funny story. Uh, okay. About a little store. My uh, oh. I was just that island. I was just that island with my aunt, and a little store came uh, on the radio, and my aunt's going crazy. Goes, yeah, yeah, they're from Staten Island. <gasps> so cool. My aunt Edie, she passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. See, I love. Yeah. You know, I have such great memories in the back seat of my parents' car, listening to the radios. Aw. Yeah, the radio. Uh, I, I know. Back then, it was great. We had the uh, we had wins with Mary Decay, uh, WABC, the Seven Good Guys, and uh, WM WMCA uh, fifty five on the radio in New York. And uh, that's how we listened to our music back then. We used to have our ears glued to the radio. Yes, we loved it. It was big then, not like it is today. You know, right? Very different. Let's let's talk about Mike Wagner real quick. So. I I started with Hamilton Radio and then I ended up on several different networks, but I'm still with Hamilton Radio. I'll be with them forever. And Mike Wagner is now on board with us. Yes, uh, I um, I got in contact with him on Facebook and uh, and who do I who do I, oh I uh, said would you like to uh, uh, I forget who it was I started with uh, uh, who did I mention with him. Uh, a bunch of people, and he said yes, and he interviewed uh, Karen Wallow. Yep. Uh, he interviewed um, uh, Phyllis Allen. Yep. And um, I think he interviewed you. Yep, and then I interviewed them, and, and then he interviewed me, and now I'll be interviewing him, I think it's next month. Oh, yep. great. I got to listen yeah. to that. But it's because, yeah, it's because of you with our, our connection with Mike Wagner and now for Hamilton Radio it's because of you. So thank you. Oh. oh, you're welcome. He's a great guy. Yes. So about how many people do you think you connected me with? Do you have any idea? Uh, 10 to 13. Okay. I th- uh, a couple of people are waiting. Okay, a couple of people are waiting. So I want to thank you, honestly, for all that. Um, let's play... Have we got the great Jimmy Clinton? Oh, yes, we did, love. I mean, come on. Okay? Uh, I was uh, on cloud nine with that interview, okay? No, it's funny. I had, uh, uh, in those days, they had, uh, they call them extended plays. It was like two rec- uh, two songs on each side. And one side was a little star, and the other side was just a dream, uh, Jimmy Clinton. And then what happened, it got warped. And, not, and those days, if you put a book in between on top of it, it, it might straighten out, but never worked. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, let's give let's give Jimmy Clanton a little tribute here. Let's play his song, okay? He's a great man, great guy. Of 
Shout out to Jimmy Clanton. Oh, that was an incredible interview for me. Thank you so much. I was on cloud nine, John. Oh, you're welcome. Amazing. So, um, so tell me something. Who did you really, really want to meet or wish you could have that you never got the opportunity to? Probably Dion, yeah. Okay. Elvis. Oh, Elvis, come on, baby. Dion and Elvis, I yeah. get it. You know, I get it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was number one. Elvis. He had charisma. Uh, he had all. Yeah. What was your favorite song by Elvis? Uh, Can't help falling in love. Yeah. Okay. So, um, when you were dating and you were younger, did you play Elvis for your girlfriends? No. No, we didn't have we didn't have uh, what they got now. You couldn't. Uh, oh. All we had was uh, now you got uh, on the internet and everything on the cell. We never had cell phones. Right, right, right. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. Did you did you try to sing <laughs> to them? Oh, okay. That's all like Andy Devine. He said no, no singing. Right. Well. Remember when they uh, called uh, what was his name Al Kesha? Oh, yeah. Uh, you won the fall. Yeah. Um, I saw it uh, in the night. That's so funny. Al Keshner was live in studio, Hamilton Rain. He's coming back next month. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm for him. Yeah. Yep. Really cool. We love Al. Oh, my gosh. That's great. So let's play an Elvis then, because, you know, Elvis is my boy. You know, music know, yeah. music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis, baby, because Elvis is my boy. So yes. um, I got to interview Elvis's nurse, Marion, who's a friend now. She's in her late 90s. She's still doing well. I love her. Um, I got a hello from Priscilla through her, and I was supposed to meet Priscilla through this COVID mess, and I hope that still happens. Um, and I got to interview the gentleman that was awarded the name of his father through the courts, Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. Now, come on. Okay, come on. So my bucket list is complete. I mean, if I couldn't meet Elvis or interview him, you know, I still have the ticket, John, of the concert I never made. Elvis died right before that concert. I was 16 and a half and, um... It's framed in my Elvis poker room. I had an Elvis poker table made as well. Wow. So my bucket list is complete. I got to interview, like I said, Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. So it was amazing. But you know what? Let's give Elvis a little tribute here. Um, Because without Elvis, I mean, think about what the music industry could have been, right? Or wouldn't have been. So let's play. Yeah, uh, another like, uh, what's it, um. I love this Vegas years. Oh, yes. Uh, and Margaret. Yeah, oh, yes. Years. Amazing. It was great, yeah. So let's play If I Can Dream, because we all dream about things, right? So here we go. Elvis right. Presley, everybody. I can 
Elvis Presley, baby. There you go. The king. The, the king. king of rock and roll. You know? Um, so let's talk a little bit more. Vito Picone and the Elegance, Little Star. I want to play that song for you. Um, you know, you connected us. That was an incredible interview. I mean, I even got to meet him. And uh, Little Star. I mean, think about that song, right? What does that mean to you? singing about the girl uh, that he wanted to meet and uh, I was only 13 when that song came out oh that's so cool I was born in 1946 and you know here I am think about that I mean oh my gosh that was crazy think about like and I love the song you know the world loves the song alright let's play Little Star here we go guys okay Vito Picone and the Elegance here we go Okay. Now you want me to play Norman Fox as well? Yes. All right, I will. Okay. Uh, did you play uh, Yes, we did that already. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I think you're okay. We did uh, Larry Chance. We did Venus and Blue Jeans. I didn't do Bobby Rydell. Um, we'll close with him, okay? Okay. Alright, so the next one I'll play will be... Hold on. Alright, so we played... The Elegance, If I Can Dream, Venus in Blue Jeans, and I Believe. Okay. Alright, so now we're going to play... Okay, so now we're going to play Norman Fox Pizza Pie, right? Yeah, okay. Thirty seconds. That was amazing. Uh, Vito Picone, everyone. So, all right. So now, 
let me, I want to play one more song for you, okay? Um, you also, like we were just talking about, Norman Fox, okay? That was a great interview, and you connected me and Norman. Let's play Pizza Pie. Okay, here we go. Well, we were standing on the sidewalk, just admiring the view. pizza pie <laughs> wow very cool so Johnny what else would you like to tell your fans listening we have a few more minutes uh, I have a group on Facebook called uh, Do Whoppers uh, I play old songs if you want to uh, go on it uh, um, you could you post your favorite songs on there but spell it because you spell it differently uh, D O W O O P E R S. Do whoppers, yeah. Do whoopers. <laughs> That's cool. Is there anything else you'd like to share or talk about? No, uh, uh, I appreciate you doing this interview with me, and uh, I wish you had more time. All the great groups from back then uh, that's still around, the Prees. Uh, yep. Yeah, and all the other groups are still around. Amazing, you know, the amazing. Belmonts, uh, uh, Warren Gratis. Uh, yep. You did an interview. Yeah. Hey, I got you that interview with yep. him. Yeah. Um, uh, the, 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 those guys could sing uh, back then, you know? The skyline is... Yes. Today, uh, it's all this rap music. Uh, it's okay, but, you know... Well, my cup of tea. okay, I want to share something with you. 
we're going to close out with Bobby Rydell, wild one. We're going to do that in honor of him. Rest in peace, Bobby, who passed away recently. He passed away April 5th, guys, of 2022, and we all love Bobby Rydell. But before we do that, I want to share something with you about what you said about um, the hip-hop and rap today. And I agree with you 100%. But years ago, I got a call or a message from from a young man, a hip-hop artist from Trenton, New Jersey in my town. And his name is Randy Shank, and he owns a piece of my heart. And he said, Miss Jerry, can you interview me? I'm trying to get my music out there. And I said, young man, can you keep it clean? And he said, yes, Jerry, I promise. So he came live in studio to Hamilton Radio with a few of his buddies, and they, they kept it clean. They were awesome. But I asked him, John, live on, on you know screen, I said, why does there have to be so much profanity, degrading of women? And why why is the music like that? I can't listen to it. So much cursing. And this is what he said, John. He said, Miss Jerry, everyone has a story to tell, and we all must be able to tell it. And unfortunately for some of us, that's the only story we know. And you know what, John? I understood it. I don't listen to it. I don't approve of it, but at least I understood it. And that young man now lives down South. He has a family. He's a producer. He's a promoter. He do, he's a photographer. He do, He's incredible. And he goes by six director, S-I-X director. And and he sent me messages saying, Jerry, I'm trying so hard to keep it clean because of your influence on me. So that young man owns a piece of my heart, John. Oh, uh, great story. Yeah. You know, beautiful. Yeah, as long as they keep it. Uh, that's right. That's right. Murder and killing and yep. uh, white people, black people, you know. You know, just keep it right. You know what I want to do before we close? I want to read a poem to you and to your listeners out of my book, Okay. Okay. And this is appropriate because it's for everyone to to know that they have talents and we all must find our talents and utilize them. And, and I'm going to be honest, John, one of your biggest talents is connecting us. So I appreciate you so much. This poem is also for you. Here we go. We are born with talents. We are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure. Hmm. Using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more than our jobs to share them to even up the score. You see, in life, what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading them around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to share, our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day. Go through life excited for what you sure can give. To yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. 
Make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. That's for you today, John, because you know what? Even well after your day, sweetie, no one's going to forget John Terlizzi. That's true, Jerry. If, if, if you're talented and uh, you should keep at it, don't give up, you know? That's right. You, you never know. You never know. When you, uh, it's hard today. Uh, music and uh, it's hard today. It's not like the old days, you know? Right. But never give up, right? Never give up and uh, have confidence in yourself. And if you like what you're doing, music or whatever, just keep at it. Never give up. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that, John. You know what? Um, I want to say my thank yous to you. And then I want you to tell us what Bobby Rydell meant to you. And then we'll close with his song, Wild One. I want to thank you so much for honoring me with this interview. Okay, Oh, you're welcome, Jerry. You you are an incredible, incredible man. I mean, again, with all the connections you've brought me with others, you've connected so much, so many of us together. You know, the promoting, you know, your do whoopers page, your do wop page on Facebook. I love it. And again, I appreciate you so much. And again, without you, I wouldn't have been connected with some of these great legends. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, but like I said, like I uh, asked them and uh, Eddie Rambo, uh, uh, Norman Fox. Yes. Uh, they, they just said yes. I it mean, was great. you know, I don't have the time. To, you know, they just said yes. You know, that was great. Shocked when uh, Norman <laughs> Fox gave me your phone number. Yeah, wow. Beautiful. So we're going to close with Wild One by Bobby Rydell. God rest his soul. Would you like to say what you felt about this incredible legend? Yeah, I call him the Frank Sinatra of rock and roll. He he was a great actor. All his big hits, Valari, Wild One, uh, 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 can't take all of his hits, but he was uh, a great guy, you know? Amazing. He, he was, was amazing. on that Cameo Parkway label, yeah. Yep. Sway. All right, let's play Wild One. Here we go, guys. A little bit of Bobby Rydell. Rest in peace, sir. You are absolutely... Me and all 
about me. 